right, Caroline, then you just tie this knot right here. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. There's your net. Ooh, macrame. I love it. Very like Etsy vibes, but kind of more functional than like a dream catcher on my wall. Yeah, exactly. Like dream catchers, you know, they're still for debate if they work or not. This this hold anything. I mean, you can combine two nets to get a bigger cryptid if you want, too. How big of a cryptid can this net catch? Uh, probably no bigger than Daggy. Mm, yeah. Well, we don't want to catch him anyway. He's too busy catching us fish for our fish fry. Mm-hmm. Um, we still need to go visit him. We missed the last two Fridays. Um, but I guess, like, I'm just so surprised that you're so handy and that this is such a, like, work of art, this cryptid catching net. Where did you, like, learn how to do this? Well, starting off, you know, I didn't have much to work with. It was mostly sticks and vines, like shaving the sticks to get the twine. Uh, but nowadays, Amazon exists, and that's pretty handy. Yeah, but like, who taught you? Uh, thinking back, I'm not sure. You know, lived off the land for so long, kind of just had to make what I needed. You know, necessity is the mother of invention and ingenuity. Okay, but... I guess, like, I think of myself as Miss Crafty, and everything you taught me today just completely blows me away. And I tried to make myself a dream catcher the other week, and I wasn't handy at it, and I really needed it because the nightmares have been bad lately. And I can tell you one thing, the dream catcher is catching not a single dream of mine. So I guess I just am very impressed that you seem to have this knowledge intuitively, And you've never really mentioned like who your mentor was or who kind of taught you the ropes, no pun intended, of being this cryptid um, MacGyver, if you will. Well, first off, I'm not Scottish, but MacGyver, the character, is based off a guy that I taught. And so, I mean, thinking back, I don't really think I had a mentor. Well, what about your dad, David? I I don't want to talk about this anymore. Who uh, who's who's coming coming in today? Okay. Yes. So I was click, click, click messaging with this little cryptid, a new one coming in. Um, They were kind of a little bit short with me in the email, but like, that's okay. I know a lot of them have limited access to computers. Uh, I think it's a little kitty cat of some sort, like a wampus cat or something like that. Ever heard? Do you mean catawampus? No, the subject of the email specifically said wampus cat. I'm pretty sure it's catawampus. Well, um, we can simply ask when they come in what they prefer to be called, much like with pronouns as we've been going over lately, David, like it's kind of your own vibe now. So Wampus Cat, Catawampus, it's kind of like really up to you. Like you want to be called David. Um, I want to call you Davide, but you say like, I'm not Italian. That'd be super rude of you to call me Davide. So I respect your choice, David. And actually, I think I hear her. Or they, whoever they are. Hey. Hi, Caroline, is it? It is. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Wampus Cat. Um, you can call me Elizabeth. Elizabeth mm-hmm. Greer. David. Elizabeth. So you guys know each other, obviously. We've been through this before. Just like a little deal. Liz- can I call you Lizzie or are you Elizabeth? I've never had anyone give me a, a, a nickname. Actually, okay. well, I love nicknames. I think it makes it like a little bit more fun. Like me and D, um, I'm C, he's D. You can be Lizzie, Lizzie D and C. Caroline, you can call me. You can call me Lizzie. Thank you. So Lizzie, um, so you know, we're just trying to like get to know some of David's old um, companions, some of his old compatriots. And I was emailing you this week, and you were like, "Yeah, I would love to come in and talk." Period. 
And I am millennial, like cusp Gen Z. And I know a period is like a serious thing to add to the end of something. It shows emphasis. It shows that you really have something to say. And we want to hear what you have to say. Isn't that just how you end a sentence though? Oh, David. No. It's like, for example, I'm texting a boy, right? Okay. And I'm like, hey, are you mad at me? And he says, no. Or he says, no. You know? No. Oh, I think he's mad at me. But we've been through this before. He just needs to count down from 10 and we'll be totally fine. But this is not about David or his anger. This is about you and your period. You know, on second thought, uh, just call me Elizabeth. Totally fine. I respect everyone's choices. Um, so Elizabeth, Mrs. Wampus Cat, Miss or Mrs. Wampus Cat? This is a long story. Um, but you know what? It'll always just be Mrs. Just Mrs.? Yeah. Just Mrs. All right, Mrs. Um, so I guess I always like to figure out where your story began, where where did you come from, where'd you go, where'd you come from, Wampus Cat. So where do you live? What's your whole deal? What's your whole vibe? Well, um, you know, I did grow up in like the North Carolina area. Um, currently, I am in, uh, you know, a secluded location deep in the woods of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, again, long story. David should know about it. Um because I'm currently finding myself in between homes. Um, so I am just kind of right now in the woods of South Carolina. So kind of like a nomadic existence a little bit. Very nomadic um, existence, actually. And when did you kind of like, I hate to ask people's birthdays, but like if you feel safe, like how old are you? When were you born? How long have you been the wampus cat of North Carolina? I learned this from Caroline. What's your sign? Well, you know, I've been around for some 200 odd years Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people have kind of known about me from from that. Um, I do have family in the region that does date back to like the Salem witch trials. Um, So, you know, I've learned I don't talk about my sign. I don't even talk about nothing having to do with that because people they just do not like it so and people will like make judgments about you based on your sign um definitely like david's a scorpio and he sometimes just makes super like outlandish judgments about me as like an aquarius and it's Mm. very like scorpio of him Mm -hmm. because like they are a judgy sign um and i'm just kind of like a go with the flow type of girl like water bearer and so if you don't want to tell us your sign like i think it'd be fun at the end for us to kind of guess you know what you can try your hardest um i will try to leave you some clues along the way oh i love that mystery i also have no idea what any of these mean so i'm super okay with not but again just in in the spirit of learning and accepting i'll make some guesses and you kind of mentioned um witchy stuff like witch trials um so you are a wampus cat are you a cat witch you know caroline (sighs) People will just say 
anything if they don't understand it, all right? It is so much more to me than being part cat or part human. It's really just at this point in time, it's just about full survival. And mm-hmm. it's really just about, you know, I want to just do what I want to do. I don't want to interfere too much. You know, I, I, I live a real modest existence. I do a little foraging. I do a little hunting uh, based on, you know, how close I am to town and what phase the moon is in. Um, but I just, I don't understand why people need to put a label on things. You know, is she a witch? I'm not here to say that. But you're not a witch, you're a cat. Listen, I would not call it a witch. I would call it a sacred protector of the earth. And, you know, you would know that if you had, you know, just come to the party. But, you know, we can move on from that, maybe. Which cat? Which cat, it doesn't matter to me. All that matters is that you're a cryptid and you're terrorizing actually a large part of the U.S. You know, I would not call it terrorizing. What I would call terrorizing is, you know, lighting someone's house on fire. Um, I view it more as a celebration. And um, again, you would know if you had just come to the party. And actually, I would like to step in real quick and disagree about lighting someone's house on fire because sometimes it's like, a really romantic way to show someone that like your passion burns really strong. And I think as long as like the intent of the fire is love, then it's not terrorizing. It's um, aggrandizing, if you will. Didn't Bruce Springsteen write a song about this? I actually don't know, but we could probably ask Jesse about that. And actually like we, so we talked to the New Jersey devil a few weeks ago. She is such a fun girl. Like I think like, I don't know you that well, Elizabeth, but I can tell from your vibe that you and Jesse might um, like mesh well together. So I can totally give you her information afterwards. She is always looking to hang out with people. I would really appreciate that. It's just as long as she doesn't have like a big crowd around her, just because, again, I do not do well with crowds. I have a little bit of um, social anxiety at this point. Oh, okay, Yeah. Social anxiety is a thing that a lot of people feel. And it's kind of a thing that a lot of people um, talk about in like a way that only they feel it. Right. Like, like for me, I only feel it as like burn the witch or, you know, what a freak. Look at those yellow eyes. So I just that's how I Mm -hmm. respond to it. Yeah. And I feel it as like burn the house and like look at her beautiful blonde hair. So I totally understand what you're going for through. Thank you. How does your anxiety present itself, David? Yeah. You know, mine's like, oh, my gosh, the hunter's back. Why does he have all that equipment? What's he going to use it for? He's so helpful. Yeah, I think it's a little different, but um, I appreciate you trying, David. Namaste. Um, so, Elizabeth, Wampus Cat, you are kind of just chilling. You're hanging out in Appalachia, going from place to place, maybe killing livestock here and there, it sounds like, but who hasn't? My question is... How have your interactions with David been in the past? Like, what do you and David kind of have in common? Or how have you guys met around, like, the world in the past? You know, this is honestly, like, a traumatic memory for me. Because I've been around for some, you know, 200-odd years. And I do not open up often. And, you know, there were a few times I started to let my guard down. All right. It seemed like David was different. Maybe he really wanted to be friends. He was talking at me. He was talking my general direction and my general vicinity. And, you know, when you're as secluded as I am, just 
talking at me really makes me feel like you want to be friends. And when someone's like kind of following you around and over like a long period of time, like keeps finding you in different places, especially when you're moving around like Tennessee, Arkansas, Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, when someone is so persistently like on your case, you kind of wonder like, oh my gosh, do they want to, do they want to know me better? You don't love me, do you? No, as a matter of fact, I'd say it's the opposite at this point. Thank the Lord, you know, if he exists and all, but just want to make that sure, but, you know, Jesse and all that. Yeah, well, she um, just sent me a message yesterday that she misses you, so we should work on that one again. But, so yeah, I can totally understand why there were some mixed signals, whether they were love or friendship between you and David a little bit, if he's been following you around for so long. Betrayal, that's what I would call it. Betrayal? Don't, don't play, don't play, don't play dumb. All right. Let me, let me set the, the, the stage for you, the scene. Mm-hmm. I spent a decade planning for this party. All right. I had a theme. It was a strong theme. It was very readable. All right. I had, I, I had snacks and fixings. Mm-hmm. I made ceremonial robes specifically for all my guests. And you know how hard it is? I like to knit. I I find myself to be a good knitter. Do you know how hard it is to knit six legs into a robe? Not not easy. It it doesn't happen overnight. All right. Especially when you're knitting with paws. Exactly. Like, don't even get me started. I don't have opposable thumbs. But I had the knives. I had the robes. I had the fixings. And that was all gone to waste. Because, you know, okay, I understand. You you get invited to a party and you don't want to show up. You know what most people do? They have the audacity to lie. Mm-hmm. They make an excuse. I really want to come, but I can't come because, you know, whatever else is going on. And he didn't even try to lie, Caroline. All right. It was blatant, no call, no show. And then after everything had gone to waste, he shows up and lights the place on fire. So technically, I did show up, just to be clear. Just to be clear, I, I don't have a home. Okay, so like what I'm understanding is um, David committed arson, which as we've determined is not necessarily a crime depending on the passion behind it. But I think the biggest problem here is that David didn't text you yes or no to your RSVP. And um, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, you know, as like millennial Gen Z cusp again. But I think like the worst thing that people do now is you invite them to something and they just don't answer your text. And you're like, okay, it's fine if you can't come, but like, let me know that you can't come because if you don't say anything, I'm going to make like buffalo chicken dip for you. And then that doesn't last long. That lasts maybe one night. And then you just have a giant pot of buffalo chicken dip waiting for people who aren't there. And all they could have like texted you was, hey, I'm sorry, like I'm sick or my mom's dead or... um. I'm a jackalope and I can't make the party because my tiny little legs can't make it there in time. But if they don't say that to you, then you just kind of wait for them. And it's almost worse than finding out no one's coming, right? Waiting for people who you don't know are coming. I looked real dumb lighting those candles by myself. I looked real dumb, you know, drawing the pentagram by myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't just put something in the fridge on that, on that kind of a special occasion when everything is aligned. Mm-hmm. You have to act. And I had to do it alone. And I felt real dumb, Caroline. 
And you're lighting all these candles and then David lights everything on fire. Exactly. And it's like he could have just helped with the candles instead of the house. That is a great point. Well, I, I got the letter and she also didn't clarify that there was going to be human sacrifice. Okay. I said the theme was sacrifice. I thought that was real clear with the knives and again, the robes that I knitted by hand. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I mean... There were party favors. I mean, I did send a letter back asking specifically who is this person. I never received, I mean, you know, letter carriers weren't very reliable back then. So, you know, honestly, he probably got dehydrated, wasn't the most fit dude. Died in the mountains. That's fine. I sent the letter. I still showed up when I walked in. I see an innocent person tied in in the pentagram. What What do you expect me to think? Well, I expected you to think the party was starting. I mean, clearly he was... Uh, sedated. I do enjoy, it's a party. I do enjoy, you know, a little station, a little hypnosis as much as the next vict- I'm person. Um, so that's why I just figured, you know, anyone walking in would understand what was going on. Oh, I understood completely what was going on. So it sounds a little bit, and if I can interrupt and like derail for just like the teeniest second, It sounds like human sacrifice, like, to each his own, not my thing, but totally fine if you like it. Um, But it sounds like you might have kind of a slightly contentious relationship with human beings. You know what? I enjoy the little ones. They're a good snack. The older ones, they are exactly what we're seeing here. They're arrogant. They are holier than thou. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm just, I'm done trying to please them. They clearly have something out against me. And, you know, I I just, I'd be better off by myself at this point. Do you ever get sad that you're, um, that you used to be a human and now you're a cat? I get sad that I got no roof over my head at night, Caroline. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, it would be nice if I had somewhere to go, someone to go home to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point in time, I do enjoy my yarn. I like my knitting and I'm good with that. And what like, like I've always only been like a human girl. So like, what are some of the benefits of being like now a cat? Like, just like paint a nice picture for me. Well, I can tell you right now, um, you'll never have a better stretch in your life when you wake up than being a cat. So it's like cat cow for yoga, but like you are the cat. Yeah. Every pose is cat pose. Ooh, that's so nice. I can only imagine. I'm very inflexible. But my favorite pose is corpse pose. Yeah, Elizabeth, you know a little bit about uh, corpse poses or rather just corpses. Well, you know what? Again, it was a special night. That to me, that was, I'm just going to say, that was a birthday present to myself. All right. I gave myself exactly what I wanted because, again, it was the big 220. It was a special night and you weren't there for it. I thought we made this clear. I I was there. You weren't there for the celebration. You were there to bring bring destruction and heartache. Um, If I may interject, David, I think um, and totally correct me if I'm wrong, Elizabeth, but I think Elizabeth had this like sacrifice event. For her birthday, and she invited you as a guest, and you came in as a party crasher. I was just trying to get there in time to save, you know, this uh, this sacrifice, but I guess I was just too late, so I had to take uh, take things into my own hands at that point. Well, I don't know why. He wasn't dead yet. What? 
No, you okay. How can you have a, a true sacrifice if the sacrifice is already deceased? No, he was passed out. I'm guessing it was probably, you know, he was very winded and he was struggling. I found him. He was passed out. I drug him, which did take a long time. I drug him back to the house. Actually, I think you ruined the sacrifice. I didn't even get to finish the ritual and you lit the place on fire. So he really died by your hands. So that's at least seven years of bad luck. And he kind of died for nothing. Like if he had been sacrificed, he would have died for like a ritual. But you kind of just murdered him. David. Yeah, my my therapist taught me to learn to empathize with people or uh, or in this case, cryptids. I've had hundreds of birthdays missed and ruined because of that. Nobody showing up by yourself. Sometimes murder involved. So I'm sorry for, you know, murdering him and... Elizabeth, I'm sorry for ruining your birthday. And for burning down her house. And for burning down your house. I, I gotta be honest with you. I was not expecting that. Um, honestly, I, I was here to murder you. I was here to kill you and, you know, take back what I believe is mine um, and get a little revenge. Caroline, that's for you. I do like revenge. Um... So this is a, this is uh, this is a surprise for me. I'm feeling a little uh, caught off guard, honestly. Putting myself in your metaphorical shoes, I'd be pretty upset if somebody burned my house down. I mean, I lived by myself for years, and when you don't have a place to call your own, it's kind of takes away from the home aspect of it. Right. I mean, I, I'm already lonely, obviously, and now I'm, you know. I'm finding myself without, uh, you know, a safe space. Um, and so, you know, I wish that, I wish you could have just seen this earlier, really. Safe spaces are important. Some place where you don't need to run around and put your back into the corner or. Right. Or, or your tail. Board, or your tail. I, I, I wish I would have seen earlier too. But hopefully this is the past and hopefully I can do something to make up for this. Caroline, can you go into the, into the folders? on the far end and grab the the folder that's labeled OP. Is it the folder with the ancient runes on it or with the Sanskrit? In between those two. Okay, got it. It's got the hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm, yes. You said, you said you're in South Carolina, right? Yeah, South Carolina. Northern South Carolina. Northern South Carolina, okay. Here's the keys to one of my... My former, now hideouts it's it's got a roof it's fireproof i think it happy birthday you're a pisces aren't you I, I i am tearing up um i was not expecting this again um i i i how about this i will take it gladly um and i will give you advance notice before my next birthday if there is a sacrifice too can you let me know if they're Alive or dead. Yeah, well, that, that you know, that that's only every so many years, so you're, you're good on the next one. Okay, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I love what I'm hearing. I love the vibes. I think this is great. Elizabeth, like, I'm so happy for you. Happy birthday. Happy bunker day. Um, nice. That's one of his nicer houses, so I'm really 
jealous. But like as we're like wrapping things up a little bit, kind of what does like the future hold for you, Miss Wampus Cat? Honestly, I mean, kind of right now, the sky's the limit. Um, I have discovered that um, TikTok these days is is real fun, and um, I'm actually getting a little bit of recognition for my crocheting. Okay, brag. So I think I might be stepping into the influencer life. Oh my gosh, like a little cat lady. Like, no pun intended, like, macrame weaver. Yeah, it's called cacrame. Oh, yeah. I think, I think I've actually seen your, your channel. Well, then, you know, you should know. I mean, some of those knots and loops, I picked that up from you. I mean, I did use plenty of traps to try to get you, and I guess it makes sense because you'd foil a lot of them so you'd see how they're made. Yeah, I mean, well, again, you didn't account for the six legs, but... um. I was able to get out of them pretty easy, but there was still some nice handiwork in there, and I did, uh, you know, adapt that to my style. Well, I appreciate it. I'm trying to teach Caroline over here how to do ba- just basic knitting work now. It's so hard. I just, my mind is like, well, when I look at, like, knots, it's kind of like, I would love to untie that knot. I can't focus my mind on, like, keeping the knot tight. Um, but that's my cross to bear. Elizabeth? It's been so great talking to you. Um, click follow your cat creme already. I love it. I can't wait to see it. I'll just stare at it while I'm on the toilet probably, but you know, that's TikTok for you. But thank you so much. Let us know how the bunker works out for you. And David will absolutely be at your next birthday. I swear to God. Oh, also with that house, don't approach it from the west side. There are a lot of traps, some new ones too. It's littered with traps. Well, thank you for that, uh, you know, tidbit. I planned on just entering the house from the tree line anyway. Um, but I think I think what we've done here is good. It's time for me to move on. Um, us Aries don't like being cooped up for too long. Oh, so close. I was one sign off. You must be like a cusp though, right? Close. Uh, it is Pisces rising. You're not attached to that window, right? You're, you're not married to it? Oh, this old thing? No, we hate that window. Great. Yeah, I could have sworn she was a puma. When is your birthday, David? Uh, It's around the summer solstice. Okay, so maybe this year we do like a little campfire for it. We invite all like our cryptid friends to it and maybe your dad. I'm going to need a lot more therapy before that. Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please tell your friends. Therapeutic as Folklore is produced by David Sanye and Carolyn Schaefer. Voice talent by Abby Jenkins.